Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas football mothership, technically, that's where this thing's being produced, uh, in Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, you'll listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. I think we're also on YouTube and Twitch. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here in my home office, sitting over there. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, it making us sound good back at the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Headquarters. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Do you read me? I do. Hello. Okay. The magic of the okay. internet. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I definitely did. Good. Yeah. All right. Nothing else I'll add. Uh, today <laughs> is Monday, March 15th, 2021, 255 days until Thanksgiving. Episode of 1,126. 1,126, this is the Matt Whiteside episode. On today's show, Mis Amigos. E Mis Amigos. Uh, we are going to run through some headlines from the football week that was, including... Um, uh, a an absolute dis- dismantling by an FCS team here in the state of Texas that you yeah. will have to uh, hear about to believe. Uh, it is rather shocking. We'll get into that. Plus, a uh, former Texas high school football coach is now an FBS head coach. Talk about that. And then uh, back half of the show earlier today, I chatted with Mineral Wells uh, new head coach, Seth Hobbs. He got promoted from the defensive coordinator position to the big chair. We talked about that. We talked about putting his stamp on the Mineral Wells program. Excited, uh, excited for you guys to hear our conversation with Seth Hobbs of Mineral Wells coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Rob Hathaway, Tony Venegas, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Uh, as we mentioned last Thursday, but now that it's passed because it was yesterday, we owe it uh, to uh, one more time to say a very happy birthday to Dave Campbell. Dave Campbell yeah. turned 96 yesterday. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. Campbell. Uh, hanging out down there in Waco. Uh, and uh, yes, so happy birthday to the actual GOAT, 
Uh, Dave Campbell turned 96 years young yesterday. Uh, and so we hope he had a very, very happy birthday. He's almost certainly not watching this internet show. Although if he is, hop in the comments. <laughs> Let us hear it, Dave. <laughs> That'd be awesome if Dave would just like, uh, I'm here and uh, I don't know, it just feels like you guys should probably talk a little bit more about Angelo State. Like that would be a really And we would great, instantly talk about like, Angelo State. Be like, all right, uh, let's talk Angelo That's State. It. We're an Angelo State podcast now. <laughs> That's what the boss man said. It's fair. <laughs> I like my job. So, you know, I'm going to do what he says. All right. So uh, let's get into some headlines from across the state of Texas. You may remember that there is, in fact, uh, a football season going on. There is. Um, and that football season uh, for FCS and Division Two, some of the small uh, 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 sub-FBS teams. And uh, there was one, there are a couple of things I want to get to, but there's one that we have to start. And that is uh, what happened uh, with uh, with Sam Houston State this weekend. Um, so Sam Houston State um, is uh, 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 probably I would say, yeah, they're the they're the most decorated and the most consistently excellent FCS program in the state of Texas. Uh, we had some questions coming into the year as to whether or not they were going to be able to kind of jump up and make that leap and get back there. They, they had some big questions uh, kind of uh, around their program about whether or not that, that we, we wanted to see answered, if they were going to get back to like national title contention. Mm -hmm. They're probably, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're certainly a contender this year in the Southland, but, um, you know, are they going to be able to get in a national title contention mm -hmm. um, or national title caliber, I should say. Well, um, this week was a big test. Uh, they took on, um, uh, they, they, they welcomed in the number seven team in the nation, uh, Nichols. Nichols, who has been excellent. Nichols, who has been, uh, you know, obviously number seven in the nation. Undefeated, had looked very, very good I mean, this year. And all Sam Houston uh, did was uh, beat Nichols 71 to 17. It um, was like, what, 50 a, to seven at halftime? Yes, it was staggering. Um, so they so they tied the game at seven with it was with three oh one left in the first quarter, and then they rattled off sixty four of the next seventy four points in this game. Um, it was an astonishing display. Uh, Eric Schmid was uh, fantastic. 21 of 32, 366, and six touchdowns. Uh, he completed a pass to nine different receivers. Um, it was the largest uh, blowout against a top 10 foe since 2011. Um, it looked it like was a, stunning. And by the way... It looked but, like Carthage in the title game. <laughs> it was uh, stunning. Uh, a stunning performance. And, and, and by the way... Don't just look at the um, at the, obviously offensive numbers are going to be eye popping, but the defense was fantastic as well. Uh, they held uh, Nickel State, who is one of the best running teams in the nation, just 118 yards on the ground. That's fantastic. They were all around excellent. And, and by the way, this was a Southland Conference game, and and it was thought to be that it's probably Nichols or Sam Houston. Well, I would say that they have jumped into the driver's seat of the Southland Conference, uh, a, a, an absolutely incredible, incredible performance 
uh, from Sam Houston, 71 to 17 over Nichols uh, in, uh, in an exceptional performance. They moved to 2 0 on the year. Um, one team that got into the win column this year, uh, and, and it's, you feel really good for them, uh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar earned their first win under coach Blaine Green, a, a really fun 27 to 26 overtime win over McNeese. Um, and it's their first win uh, at all since October 2019. Uh, very, very cool for Blaine Morgan and, and company as the Lamar Cardinals uh, have improved to, uh, I think they're one and two now, but fantastic win for them to beat McNeese. Uh, and that's probably, you know, our Corey Hogue on texasfootball.com says that it's the most improved team in the country over the first couple of weeks. And, and I'm, I'm, I am, uh, I am reticent to disagree with him. Uh, very impressive from the Cardinals as Lamar breaks into the win column. Two other college football notes real quick. Something to keep an eye on. Um, there's something going down in the NCAA Rules Committee uh, this week. They're discussing a few different potential rule changes. One of them could be another change to the overtime rule, something they've got their eye on. It would be that um, after the second overtime – uh, or in the, I'm sorry, in the second overtime, if you score a touchdown, if you remember, okay, let's back up. If you remember what the old rule was, which was in the third overtime, you have to go for two if you score a touchdown. You remember this? Mm-hmm. It's always been okay. that way. That was the old rule. Um, so then the seven overtime game comes around and they're like, uh-oh, um, that is, uh, you know, we uh, uh, you know, uh, like that's that's a problem. We don't want these games going into seven overtime stuff like that. So what they did was they said, okay, um, you have to run two. You, you we're going to keep the rule of the two. You have to run a two point conversion in the third overtime, mm-hmm. or and then once we get to the fifth overtime, it is just two point plays back and yep. forth. That's all it is. Well, now they're toying with the idea of jimmying with it again which would be that in the second overtime, you have to go for two and then starting in the third overtime, the third overtime period would just be two point conversion plays back and forth. They want to shorten this thing even further. Um, I know why they're doing it. Like they, the idea of player safety. And at that point, players are extremely tired. They're a lot more likely to get injured and things like that. I get it. Um, I wish they just settle on something. Right. Um, yeah. And 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 just say this is what we're going to do. This is it. And yeah. So I, I, I completely know. agree. Maybe bring it's back ties. Things, yeah. It's one of those things. It's like I don't mind that new rule, especially you know, like you said, the the injury gets so so much higher the further you go right. on. But stick with something and decide because the switching back and forth makes it so difficult. Snip, snip, snap, snap, snap. Um, I would, I would just say, yeah, like I'm okay with this rule if they want to implement it, where you go, you have to go for two starting in the second overtime, and then the third overtime is just two point plays back and forth. I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. but just say this is what we're doing forever and ever, amen. And just like every year, don't go in and and, and try to find some new adjustment. Um, another new uh, news from out of uh, Kansas, Dateline Lawrence, Kansas. Not sure if you heard about this. But uh, uh, Les Miles has found himself in some hot water, and now without a job, um, Les Miles has stepped down. Um, did he fire? What's it? I, I don't know what the uh, what the what the exact um, you know thing was, 
Uh, he was... Miles was placed on administrative leave, yeah. or was it? I think um, it was... Yeah, I, I don't... I agreed, but that's yeah, more of it's, a... Yeah, yeah. Miles was placed on administrative leave before agreeing to a buyout. So, it was kind of a mutual decision for him to leave. I, I, I guess that's what they're doing. Okay. okay, so they do need a head coach. They do have an interim head coach. And the interim head coach may be a name that Texas high school football fans remember. It's Emmett Jones. Emmett Jones, the former South Oak Cliff head coach, um, and uh, was uh, uh, he was uh, he coached at Texas Tech. He was at a variety of different uh, Texas high school football programs. But Emmett Jones is the new interim head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, I don't know. I, I have I, I I doubt he's going to be the permanent head coach. Um, that's my feel for the situation. I doubt he's going to be the permanent head coach, but it's cool that he gets to be the interim head coach, at least for the off season until they, uh, cause they do have some sort of, um, uh, I believe they, they have a, uh, a search committee that's going out there and trying to find, um, a new, a new coach. But for now, Texas high school football royalty, Emmett Jones is the new head coach at Kansas. So, uh, congratulations to him on inheriting that mess. Um, uh, and then uh, I want to direct you to texasfootball.com, a few different things up there, including uh, Matt Steps this week in Texas high school football, uh, a few different uh, news and notes from around the state. Um, uh, Merkel oh, has made the, a hire. On the RGV, too. Good. There's a Yes, there's a piece on the RGV. On there's a big, big transfer. Quarterback. Mm-hmm. Transfer in the RGV. Yes. Um, uh, Merkel, uh, Merkel is looking for a head coach because Britt Hart – uh, formerly the Fall City head coach, is now heading to Stanford. Uh, that's pretty big news. Uh, this came down over the weekend. Um, this came down over the weekend, but uh, there was a, a – uh, but but it appears that Sweetwater is going to be making a hire. Uh, let's see if I can pull this off in a hurry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it appears that uh, – uh, that, is it official? I want to make sure so, I, I yeah. don't um, – let me make sure I don't uh, say something I'm not supposed to. Yes, I saw an article uh, Sweetwater from our friend uh, Brandon McAuliffe uh, there at Big Country Preps. Uh, Sweetwater is hiring Russell Lucas from Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamlin obviously has been spectacular the past couple of seasons, um, and so Coach Lucas is moving from uh, uh, from Hamlin over to the Mustang Bowl there in Sweetwater. Uh, that's pretty big doings out there. Uh, in West Texas, well, a big movement in the Houston area. Uh, Fort Bend Hightower coach Joseph Sam, our buddy, uh, is moving uh, from uh, Fort Bend Hightower up to uh, take on the job at Arlington Bowie. Congratulations to him, as well as um, uh, Klein Oak is looking for a head coach as Jason Glenn, their head coach and the, the A&M star, is um, moving to an administrative role. He's heading uh, into uh, an administrative role within Klein ISD, so Klein Oak is looking for a job. So, are looking for a head coach. So a lot of news and notes on texasfootball.com uh, about the Texas high school football world. So make sure you are there looking at it uh, with your with your internet face. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Pickle, earlier today, do you have this? I want to make sure sure I'm not talking to nothing. No, I got you. Um, (laughs) 
the uh, earlier today, I had the great opportunity to talk with the new head coach of the Mineral Wells Rams, Coach Seth Hobbs. Uh, coach Hobbs is being promoted from the defensive coordinator spot up to the big chair uh, to take over that program. Uh, it'll actually be his second head coaching job. We talk a little bit about that. Here's my conversation with new Mineral Wells head coach Seth Hobbs here on Texas Football Today. We're spending the offseason here on Texas Football Today, getting some of the biggest names from across the state. And here joining us today, we're joined by the new head coach of the Mineral Wells Rams. We're joined by Coach Seth Hobbs. Coach, how are you? I'm awesome. Yourself? I'm doing excellent. How are things in beautiful Mineral Wells, Texas? Man, the, the sun is shining, the birds are singing, the, the rams are, are throwing some weight around. We're, do, we're doing all right. Fantastic. Uh, you know, you're, you're taking over, uh, promoted from defensive coordinator uh, to replace Coach Gerald Perry. I'm interested when you got, <clears throat> when you got the, the word that you were going to be getting the big chair, uh, what was your reaction there? I mean, it, number one, excited that I didn't have to move, to be honest. You know, everybody <laughs> in this business is – has uh, has had a U-Haul truck uh, uh, a couple of times parked at their house. And so, you know, being here, this is will be my eighth year here. Uh, that was the, the number one biggest part was just pumped that we didn't have to move. Um, you know, the the big chair part of it, you know, the, the honestly, the only difference is, and, and I've been an athletic director before, but the only difference is this stinking thing rings all the time. That's really, other than that, football is football, off season is off season, you know, that, that's really the only, only big deal. But yeah, now, stoked, man. Now, in my defense, only half of those phone calls are mine. Okay. Right, right, right. Now, no, there's, so, you know, there's other. No, you don't, you don't, you don't have anything to do with, uh, with junior high basketball or anything like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably true. Um, <clears throat> from your perspective, you know, you're taking over uh, um, uh, a, a, a program that has has been good recently, but maybe has fallen on a couple of hard times. I'm interested. Um, you know, you're a guy who's been around Coach Perry's program there uh, at Mineral Wells. How do you balance, you know, what you guys already have established versus putting your own stamp on the program? So that's always the question, right? Like uh, whether you're whether you're promoted or whether you're coming in from, um, you know, from the outside to a new place. Uh, and there's, you know, every every coach does good things. Right. And uh, even if you're coming into a job where where they were terrible before and and you're new and all your staff is new there's a 99% chance that a bunch of the stuff that that coach did was really good stuff, right? Um, they probably lifted weights. They probably ran track. They probably did all those things that, that helped you, uh, you know, be successful. And so, you know, yeah, sure. That's the, that's the balance is trying to figure out, you know, you know, what, what parts that I do that I, I believe in that wasn't a part of what we did because, you know, I wasn't in charge. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of that stuff won't change because a lot of what we did is the same stuff that I do believe in. Uh, you know, I, am I exactly the same offensively uh, minded as, as Coach Perry was? No. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar. Uh, talking with Coach Seth Hobbs of Mineral Wells here on Texas Football Today. You can involve the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Um, coach, <clears throat> um, this is not your first head coaching job. Uh, you were head coach there at Rio Vista for a year back in 2010. Uh, that, is, uh, that is in the before times, we should say. Um, sure. I, I, I'm curious – what do you think you gained from that that year there at Rio Vista that you're going to bring with you uh, to this job? The number the number one thing is how to how to deal with people, right? Um, and and whether it be you know parents, school boards, or whatever. I was 29 years old at the time, and 29 uh, year old me is very different than 41 year old me, right? And uh, so you know just. 
the, the idea that it's my way or the highway, um, you know, it's, it's still impact, but it's how you communicate that. Right. Um, so that's the biggest thing is just, is just dealing with people, dealing with parents and, and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, you know, in, in some, in some ways that was my best year as a coach and we won three football games. Um, but at the same time, I learned just as much, if not more that year than, than any other year. And I've, I've got a state championship ring. So you guys were at the, um, you guys went two and seven last year there at, at mineral wells. Um, I, I'm interested, you know, from your perspective, how you assess what you guys were able to accomplish, what, what last year really was obviously a whole lot else besides football going on in 2020. Uh, how do you assess your, your 2020 season there with the Rams? Uh, so in, in some ways we underachieved in some ways we were a victim of the, the COVID crazy. And then in some ways we overachieved, um, you know, we're, we're still extremely young. You know, our, our starting offensive line last year was four sophomores and a junior the year before it was the same kids four freshmen and a sophomore. Uh, and so you can imagine, you know, it's, it's not too hard to add up why we didn't win a whole lot of football games in the last two years when you, when you got, uh, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff going on. And it wasn't like those guys were the best players. It was, those guys were the guys that were there. Right. Um, now, what does that mean for, uh, for the future? Well, it means really good things because those kids have, have, uh, have played a lot and they got a lot of experience. Um, what we got to figure out is if, if we can uh, have an experience of something besides getting our butt kicked, uh, that, that's what the experience that we have right now. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, you know, to, to, to be able to win our last district game and get in the playoffs, despite the fact that we got our, our butt handed to us after that, that was a big deal for our kids, you know, and, and, and winning that, winning that football game, winning in overtime the way we did, um, that was, uh, that was a, a huge, you know, vaulting point for us. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to lead to some really good things, uh, you know, in the future. You know, I know one guy you guys are really excited about is uh, Tristan Gray, kind of a do-it-all athlete. You're uh, the all-district uh, utility player of the year uh, last year. Uh, you know, he makes his impact all over the field. I can watch the film and I can, you know, I can do those things and, and tell you, hey, he's a pretty good player. But you're the guy who, who sees him in the weight room, sees him in the hallway, sees him every day at practice. What is it about Tristan Gray that, that sets him apart? Uh, he, he, number one, he does everything. Number two, he's not scared of anybody. Number three, he's a great student and a great kid. And number four, his dedication is unmatched. Like he's the guy who is here literally every single day in the summer. Uh, last week we had a uh, baseball game here. And uh, uh, I guess it was the day that we were getting out for spring break, but we'd had a track meet that day. Well, he went to Gainesville two hours away, won uh, four gold medals at the track meet and was at the baseball game at, you know, five o'clock that evening. Uh, and was, I think, pitched before too long in that game. You know, so, I mean, he's just, just a kid that isn't, isn't scared to do anything and has a great attitude about it when he's doing it. Uh, and when he gets the ball, he's dangerous, man. Uh, you know, uh, is, a, is a really great, I mean, exceptional kick returner, in my opinion. Uh, has, has really good pop, catches the football really well, uh, and, uh, and really has a nose for the ball in the secondary as well. It'll be one of those things where, uh, you know, for, forever I was the guy always fighting to get those guys on defense. And now it'll be interesting to see, you know, whether I can, I can, I can tell him, but hey, man, you know, he's he's going to carry the rock. Might not, might not need to, uh, <laughs> might not need to uh, have him out there every play on defense. So, um, you are a, uh, you you are being promoted from defensive coordinator. You're a defensive guy. Last year, let's say the defense inconsistent. There were times where you guys looked really good, and other times where it just didn't work for you guys. What's the key to make that next step? How, how, what, 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 what needs to happen for you guys to to become the the, the mineral wells defense? I know you guys want to be. Well, it, very simply, getting those those guys who were young 
another another year underneath them. I mean, that's that's the key. It's it, the, the inconsistency is a direct result of kids thinking instead of doing right. And so in and really that's football in general, right? If they're if they're thinking about what what to do instead of just playing and reacting, then they're going to be a step slow. And so sometimes when you play guys that you're even with, um, you end up not being as successful as you could have been because you're a step slow. And so that's that's the key is staying simple both offensively and defensively, but staying simple, keeping our scheme to where our kids can can understand it and, and execute it and not not be thinking about it. Because if they're thinking about it, then, then they're going to get beat. Uh, one last question for Seth Hobbs, the head coach of Mineral Wells here on Texas Football Today. Coach, when you go home, um, you're surrounded. Uh, you are uh, It's all girls at home besides you, whether it's your wife, Joey, or your daughters, uh, Hudson and Hunter. And, and I guess my question now is, you know, at work now, you have the big boss job. You're the boys athletic director. You're the head football coach. You're the, you're the boss. Does that, has anything like that as far as the, the structure of, uh, of power changed at home or uh, is no. that? Okay. I, no, sir. No, my, my, my wife is more than likely the one that wears the pants in the family, but I also have a eighth grade daughter. And so if anybody uh, has ever dealt with those particular brand of humans they are different and uh, there's definitely times when she is in charge and then my six-year-old may be the the toughest out of all of them so they're no no the the, the hierarchy has not changed one bit I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still I, in last place I figured but you know you gotta ask I'm a journalist that's what I do I, 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 get, I get the big I get the big piece of chicken that's about the end of it yeah all right uh, listen a nice consolation prize he's, sure, sure. he's the new head coach of the mineral wells rams coach really appreciate your time congratulations again on the new gig and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the fall. Thanks a lot, man. Go Rams. There he is. Seth Hobbs, the new head coach of the mineral wells Rams uh, talked with him earlier today. Uh, good dude. Ex- uh, excited to see what he does there up there in mineral wells and uh, excited to see if they can think it'll turn on. They're in that uh, Iowa park Graham district. So always very difficult uh, there to, to break through, but, uh, but ho- hopefully he can, he can help turn that around and get the Rams back on the good foot. So appreciate coach Hobbs hopping on with us a little bit earlier today. And now we go back to Louisville, Texas to our chief final thoughts, correspondent, Ashley pickle for America's second favorite segment, final thoughts. I loved his comment about dealing with the eighth grade, the 14 year old daughter. That was great, man. Is if that's not true, I don't know what, what, what were you like? What were you like in eighth grade? Probably a little turd. Well, the other thing no, is no, too, I'm, no, I'm, I mean eighth grade, not now. Funny, mm-hmm. very funny. No, the I other don't thing know if is back connection. If you can, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other thing is too. It's always like, and you you can probably relate to this because you and your brothers y'all are pretty close in age, right? Uh, my older brother is two years older than I am, and my younger brother is five years younger than I am. Okay, so f- the five years thing, I was going to say, that's the thing, like, me and my brother are six years apart, so when I'm at 14 mm-hmm. and he's that eight-year-old little annoying little pest brother, that was probably where it all, mm-hmm. nothing was good. <laughs> I was done with him at that age. Okay. As we've gotten older, yeah, I can... fine, but at that age, 14 and having a little eight-year-old running around, not cool. No, no. I, I can I can see that. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, uh, it's hot take Tuesday with Matt step. 
Uh, so you will not want to miss that. So that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Seth Hobbs, new head coach of the Mineral Wells Rams for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. I bet you don't have the camera on the Vince Young trophy, do you? Test me. <laughs> Let's go. Your girl was on her game Vince this Young, morning. Please come get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow in Texas football today.